0: Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Monday the 24th of July 2023. I'm Sean Elmer. Every afternoon we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 closed down just a touch 0.1% to 7,306 points. Among the large caps, the iron ore miners fell sharply with BHP and Fortescue Metals Group both off around 1.5%. While Rio Tinto was down 1.3%. All the big banks were lower, although Macquarie Group ended the day in the black. Energy groups Woodside and Santos were strong performers, both closing more than two percent higher. It was a good day for the coal companies, with both New Hope and Whitehaven Coal up more than three percent. Among the tech stocks, WiseTech Global and REA both did well. Goodman Group, Transurban, and Newcrest Mining all ended higher. In corporate news, Rio Tinto and North American Metal Management business, Jam Group, have entered into an agreement to form a joint venture to manufacture and market recycled aluminium products, and Austal. Went into a trading halt pending an announcement relating to a potential downwards adjustment to its earnings guidance arising out of its US operations. Story number two one of the longer running merger deals is ANZ's takeover of Suncorp's banking business more recently because the competition watchdog has delayed its decision. Now, the final decision has been pushed back another week to 4 August. The near $5 billion deal will, if it happens, be the biggest so far this year, though there are other bigger tie-ups around the place, notably Newcrest and Newmont Resources. It's the second time the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission has allowed an extension, and it follows a late response from ANZ to an expert report about what the merger will do to competition. Apparently, the response was much larger than normal. That's the response from ANZ. So, the ACCC, now once more time to consider it the deal was initially announced about a year ago story number three core lithium seems to divide investors it has plenty of supporters given since may it's been exporting output but also many detractors in fact it's the second most shorted stock on the asx yesterday its share price tumbled 17 percent After it said production for the next financial year will be lower than expected, Core Lithium has been one of the most volatile stocks on the top 200. Three years ago, it was trading around $0.04 a share. Then it went as high as $1.67 a share late last year. Now it's back to a bit above $0.70 cents a share. And that's all on the promise of big lithium exports. While it will sell around 95,000 tonnes of lithium-rich spodumene concentrate through Darwin port this financial year, plans to develop an adjacent mine near its main mine on the outskirts of Darwin have been delayed. And yesterday, Core also said it has hit constraints in its lithium processing plant. In this instance, it looks like the short sellers, which are those effectively betting against the share price rising, have one story number four federal treasurer jim chalmers today said the budget surplus for the last financial year will be upwards of 20 billion dollars that's a pretty remarkable outcome he also announced that chris barrett will be the new head of the productivity commission barrett was wayne swan's chief of staff from 2007 to 2010 when chalmers was deputy chief of staff clearly they know each other well and the opposition pointed that one out today And story number five, state governments are pushing rent controls as a way to alleviate the housing crisis, but members of the industry argue it's doing the opposite because it will reduce the stock of rental properties available. They argue that if the Victorian government overhauls the state's property rules and allows only one rent increase every two years, then investors will leave the market. In Queensland in April, the Palaszczuk government introduced new laws allowing for just one rent increase every year. There are already some signs of investors leaving the market with the number of property investments up for sale soaring in recent months. Private investors own the vast majority of Australian rental property. Now, not helping is the slowdown in price appreciation, meaning investment properties just aren't providing the same returns they used to. That's it for the afternoon report for Monday, the 24th of July, 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with a Tuesday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.